Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 510, features co-host Dahlia D, cool listener news, how not to watch porn, and an interview with the beautiful Tiffany Madison. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle? To and fro. Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 510 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this amazing episode is Dahlia. What? That's it? (laughs) Are you done? He's finished already. That's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it was a quick one. I was really what? I, I was I was really excited to see you. So, you know. What was that? I I forgot where I put your intro. <laughs> I, oh my god. I, I remember like the bulk of what we used to do, but then we added to it to make you even more special than you were before. And and I can't find it. Oh my fucking god. He has misplaced my intro. The most important part of the entire show. All right, that's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that of course you are an amazing cam model and content creator extraordinaire and you are the anti squirta from Alberta, but I can't remember the rest of it. <laughs> of all the ones that stuck, it's that. Well, yeah, that's the most important one, I, I would believe. You know what's funny? As an anti-squirta, <laughs> I had a situation recently where I actually thought I was going to squirt. No kidding. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was about to piss myself. I came so hard. Wow. What? Why did you hold it back? Um... Well, I didn't really. So what happened was I was on cam and I was using my Hitachi. Somebody had tipped for a Hitachi tease. And then I also had my Lush in, oh. a.k.a. the cam girl antenna. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that was also vibrating. And it was like stimulation on both spots at once. And I came really hard. And then I didn't hold it back. I was actually like going with it. I was like, if I piss, I piss. Let's go. And uh, I actually shot my Lush out. Wow. Yeah, it was like, bloop. And so that kind of like killed like the squirt feeling. Okay. Because I like basically laid an egg. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> it was a close call, though. Cluck, cluck, bitch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, wow. Mother hen here. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Dropping eggs. Dropping eggs. In more ways than one. It shocked me a little bit, though. Like, man, just pop that toy right out. Like, it made, like, an audible pop when it came out, too. It was a whole thing. Wow. Does this mean that there is a possibility in the future that you develop this skill to a point where you do, like, ping pong ball shows? So, you know what I've actually always really wanted to do? And I've been talking about this for literal years, and I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Okay. I want to shoot a Hot Wheels car out of my pussy and onto a launch track. Yeah, you've mentioned that on the show. Have I? See, I've been talking about it forever. (laughs) I haven't done it yet, though. Okay. And, yeah, so, I mean, there is hope for ping pong. Okay. Because I don't – did you ever put the track – on your Amazon wish list for me to buy? Um, I think there was one and it very quickly like went out of stock. Oh, boo. Well, find another yeah. one and we'll make that happen. Oh, my God. That's so funny. For 2024. Okay. I'll do it. Just to refresh, if anybody was wondering, I want to put a Hot Wheels <laughs> in my pussy and push it out with such velocity that it gets caught by the push part of the track and sends the car flying. Probably through a loop-de-loop. Dear listeners, welcome to the show. What uh, you are going to get, (laughs) you're going to get with episode 510 is at least 25 more minutes of this. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) And of course, you get the beautiful Dahlia D, you get me, and you get an interview with Tiffany Madison, and we will talk about that at the end of the first half, interviews in the second half. We're just running with it. It's happening. Just let it happen. (laughs) Did you just put your hand on my mouth? I did, like through the internet. You're just like, shh. You felt my caress on your lips. It's it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, why is whispering so creepy? (laughs) Well, I think it just depends. Well, no, you know what? Now that you say that. It's creepy and it's contagious. That I can agree with. Like you cannot continue talking at a normal volume if someone suddenly starts whispering to you. So I think what you're saying is we have to do a whisper show. Do like an ASMR show? Yes. Like whispering? That's disgusting. (laughs) Would you like to try some of it now? I definitely don't want to do that. Yes, you do. (laughs) Nope. 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 That sends chills right down my spine. Now, see, that makes me ask, is it creepy because a guy is doing it? And typically when a man whispers, it's never good because it comes out very serial killer-ish. It is serial killer-ish. No, I think it's something about the, like, the S-S-S-S-S. It, like, it gives me goosebumps. It grosses me out. It's like nails on a chalkboard. So that means if I were to say something like, the anti-squirta. Oh, God. I apologize to anyone who's wearing headphones right now. That is horrific. Well, I could be very ASMR-like and make it very, very moist. Oh, for fuck's sakes. I'm going to barf. 
We're going to barf right here. <laughs> oh, my Leave goodness. the show. This is my last show, everyone. <laughs> uh, less than 10 minutes in, I have forgotten her intro, and I have whispered my way to losing a co-host. That is horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. But, like, imagine you're, like, fucking someone, and, like, they're, like, vocal, and it's, like, super hot, and then they just start whispering. Be weird, right? I don't know. I think... I, uh, I don't know how seriously I would take it because whispering is so deliberate. Yeah. Like, unless your mom is in the next room or something, like, there's no need to be whispering. Right. And Ugh, it gives me chills. The only way I'm going to whisper is if I do it like a three-year-old where they grab your face and kind of smush it together. Like, I got to tell you a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and like the obnoxious like cupping of the mouth over the ear right. and the hand like <laughs> right. <laughs> and everyone just giggles you know yeah fun times very secretive very subtle so Dahlia Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> this may become a reoccurring theme I really hope not <laughs> there is something that I hope is a reoccurring theme. What's that? I got as kind and motivating and heartwarming message as I will ever get on Twitter. Ah, oh, yes, it's beautiful. And you liked it, I believe. I did like uh, it. Madeline Ray also liked it. I don't think the person would be upset if I mentioned their at. Shout out. Shout out. It is at, and I'm going to spell it because I do not know how they would like it pronounced. It's K-H-A-N-A-U-T-O-V-A. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. But, but shout out to that guy. Shout out whoever. To, to that person because they said, I guess you could say that I'm a fan of the show, Dick Dangle. Thanks for the countless hours of amazing entertainment. And this is the part that got me. Went to my first convention because of this show. <gasps> right? <gasps> and also, shout out to the amazing co-hosts, Madeline Ray and Dahlia D. Y'all are the best. And we really are the best. <laughs> I can't disagree. I think we're pretty darn That cool. is such a sweet thing. That is such an awesome, like, message to receive. People don't understand, like, the power of words and how, like, motivating it can be to receive a message like that, even just, like, on Twitter. And the biggest part – are you going to reveal the biggest part? Um, I'm, I'm afraid to ask if your biggest part is my biggest part. Well, the attached photo, if I recall correctly – right was from this person's Spotify wrapped. Correct. That shows that they listen to us. Go on. Like, more than they've listened to a lot of kinds of music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they listen to Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle and Madeline Ray and Dolly D and everybody else for 4,186 minutes. What? How many hours of listening is that? Oh my goodness! You how many hours of my grating voice did this <laughs> poor human suffer through? <laughs> All right, so we'll divide that by twenty-four. That is one hundred and seventy-four 
0.4 hours. Right? Wait. No. Wait, I did that wrong. I am old <laughs> All right, hold on. Hang on a second. <laughs> Divide, so that'd be divided by 60. By 60, yeah. Yeah, so that is uh, 69 hours. Stop! Ooh. Is it really? Yeah, 69.7. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I may have to wait to release this show until January because if that's every show that I did this year, I'm stopping. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> 69 hours. That is so awesome. Oh, my God. That is the coolest. Oh, that is fantastic. That had to have been deliberate. You would think, I don't know. You're like, I'm going to cut myself off and not listen to another episode. It's very possible, but, I mean, that is that is aggressively, awesomely dirty. So cool. Nice. I'm I'm so mind blown right now. Good for them. Yeah. And that actually puts them in the top half of 1% of my listeners. Like they must have listened to like them and like 10 other people must have listened to every episode. Oh my God. So thank you so much for that message to that person. That's uh, mind blowing. I had no idea anyone even listened to us. <laughs> Well, a big problem with that is uh, we haven't been using our Discord very much. So we'll definitely get back to that in the new year. I should start watching what I say. Dang. Really? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know we had listeners. Oh, my. Well, all right. So hold on. Hold that thought. Write that down. Put a pin in that. (laughs) Because I want to get back to what you said earlier. Because it goes to how I handle myself when it comes to conventions and seeing people in clubs and whatnot. Being that person that says something positive about what you do, shows an interest in what you do, maybe like myself where I give a gift based on something you may have said or a joint interest that we may have, that goes so far You have no idea because I recently sent a couple records to a performer. It was based on a tweet that they put out in the spring and it made me so excited that I went to my local record store, purchased a couple records from this band and I was looking to see them in New Jersey, but sadly they weren't able to make it. So luckily, I know them well enough that I could reach out to them and say, hey, I have this gift. Do you have a place where I can mail it? And they said yes. And I mailed it out and they got it. And you could tell just by the way they typed it. It was a, uh, I don't even know what to say because this is so on point and someone is listening to what I'm saying and reading what I'm writing and remembering it and taking it to heart you could tell that they were really touched by it well absolutely we're used to people just like like jerking off to us and then like closing their laptop like that's usually the extent of our interaction so when people like listen to us as like like human beings with like tastes and ideas it's like oh exactly that's hot that's right (laughs) you're close say that again what what that's hot (laughs) That's hot. There you go. That's better. 
a little piece of my soul dies every single time I do that. <laughs> so once again, thank you to that person and to everybody out there. It is a good reminder that paying attention in a positive way to what people are doing or saying and reaching out to them and showing them that it is truly affecting you in a positive way goes a very long way. It's beautiful. Yeah, I which, love it. Which means uh, for the new year, I will have my wish list, Dick Dangle wish list, shop list. What do they call that? When uh, you could buy something off somebody's wish list. Like Amazon wish list? Yeah, like an Amazon wish list. I, I will have one for the show in January. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Don't be crazy, people. It's going to be a lot of vitamin water energy and <laughs> gum and Sharpies and stuff like that. You know, stuff I use at conventions. Oh, Sharpies. You know, maybe I'll put a couple big items on there. Though, I will say, Black Friday and all of the quote-unquote shopping days that happen between Thanksgiving and Christmas, it is... I don't know why people just don't wait for those days all year, you know? Maybe sometimes you need a TV, like, way before Black Friday and you don't want to wait. Well, according to the news, who they need to go straight to heck. To heck with you. To heck. The best time to buy TVs is when the Super Bowl is about to happen, and that's when all the deep discounts go out on TVs. I mean, that does make sense, but, like, what if you, like, are playing Wii Fit and you accidentally throw the remote at the TV and it shatters into a million pieces, but it's, like, May? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, what you're saying is you are playing Wii Fit and you. Some people buy TVs out of necessity, <laughs> is what I'm saying, Nick. Oh, please tell me this is on Some video. Some people can't just wait until Black Friday sales. Please, Dick. Tell, please tell me you have a video of this. Uh, no. <laughs> I wish that I was recording. Uh, but. Uh, yes. <laughs> television. Uh, I would like to yell at the news by the way because man do they perpetuate black friday and stuff like that there was one busy mall around the pittsburgh area and it wasn't even all that busy the one close to my house was like an average day it was so funny because i had to go out to work and the roads were fine like people you got to pump your brakes when it comes to this stuff but anyway if you are a pervert that is OCD, like myself. <laughs> I like to make sure I'm well stocked on things like Sharpies and things like batteries, stuff I need for conventions. And man, the discounts on Black Friday were awesome. Were they? Oh my goodness. I bought so many batteries and it was like a third of the price they normally are. It was fantastic. That might actually be the most beige thing you've ever said. Wait, it gets better. Uh, also, oh. along with batteries and Sharpies, my vitamins were on a discount. <laughs> Is that better? Did that, that beige it up even more? 
We just we just got into muddy tote. Uh, I'm I'm old and that's how that works. Holy, are you ever? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Black Friday isn't a thing in Canada. Oh no, kidding! Like it doesn't stop Amazon from like spamming us with emails about Black Friday deals. Right. But like, yeah, Black Friday isn't like like a thing that we've like done in Canada. Wow. Um, we have Boxing Day, which is the day after Christmas. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's when we go crazy and rip each other's hair out for discounted goods. Okay, see, I was wondering, there has to be a day in just about every country that is like our Black Friday. Yeah, but I feel like Boxing Day is not as like cutthroat as it used to be. Oh, yeah. Like the deals aren't as good as they used to be, I think. That I can agree with, and it's definitely not as cutthroat. I <laughs> I think we're at a point as a society that unless – like in your case, you break something and you have to replace it. Yeah. Even though you didn't catch it on film. Um, <laughs> everybody pretty much has what they want. So there's no need to wait outside uh, a shopping mall for five hours to get a TV. You know, you just get it. And like the deals aren't really worth that anyway. Yeah. That's my big thing. Is it worth your time as a human yeah. being? Like, I went to a record store because they had their Black Friday thing. And what they do is throughout the year, they have a record store day. I think they have like three of them. And uh, it's records that they only release on that day. And some of them are really limited edition. Oh, cool. And like, oh, I got to go to work. So I might as well get up a little earlier, try and get these records that are probably going to be hard to find. And I just I couldn't make myself get out of bed. So I went to work and I went to the record store when I was coming home and they had all but one that I wanted. And the one they only made like 300 of. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the only one I couldn't get. Th this is so not porn, but uh, <laughs> I really wanted uh, Olivia Rodrigo did a limited edition album and they made like 7,000 of them, which for six or seven, which is a lot for a record store day. And they were gone nationwide immediately. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't even buy one. It was funny because the record was only like $25 and people were selling it online, like on eBay and stuff for like $140. I'm like, you can keep it. Oh my goodness. Yes. I may, I am not afraid to say this, I may have said it on this show before, but I am more than willing to say it again. <gasps> I am a 50-year-old man, and I am not afraid to profess my love for the music stylings of Olivia Rodrigo. Well, I mean, if you wanted to buy a limited edition record from her, I think that goes without saying, but... Yes. Your, your um, declaration has been noted. Thank you very much. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. So Really? Yeah. Oh, she has probably one of my favorite songs of the year. I don't I think it was released this year or the end of last year. I'd have to pull out the CD to look at the uh, release date. It's called Vampire. Okay. And it's a pretty upbeat song and what I'm hoping she does is does this song slower with a symphony for Netflix. For me, privately, I want to sit alone. Oh, in... good luck! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's kind of a love song, kind of not. And... I'm going to write this down and I'm oh, going to listen to it, and then I'm going to message you and be like, "You're 50 and you're right. a man. Stop! Stop! Stop!" <laughs>
Actually, I may have it. Right, I may have it in my my CD collection behind me. Let me look. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, here we there go. You have it, folks. Dick Dangle. Wait, that's that girl. That's like the new Taylor Swift, right? Uh, dark hair. Yeah. Yeah, she's got like a bunch of like pop hits, and she's like basically like Taylor Swift 2.0. Uh, but her song, and this album was released 2023, so this will probably be on my best of the year. Um, She's got that song that sounds like Misery Business from Paramore. Yeah, I know. I know who you mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a couple. But her her lyrics, like she's not afraid to swear, and her yeah. lyrics are a little bit. Uh, she does that like Good For You song, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was on her first album. Yeah. You, okay, wow. Damn, look at you just declaring your allegiance. <laughs> I, I'm a Rodriguez. I don't know. Does she, <laughs> does she have – I, I, I made that up right now. Does she have uh, a name for her fans? I don't know. I have no idea. I just remembered who she was like two minutes ago, so I can't help you. But <laughs> All right, we got to get back to the dirty. Okay, back to the dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. What have you heard lately that is <laughs> news in the dirty scene? <laughs> <laughs> You're mailing it in on this one. You really are. I'm just I can't stop picturing you like listening to her music like all by yourself. Oh it's just it's doing it for me. How dare I'm you? a Rodriguez guy. How, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I just I completely blew your mind, right? Completely. Though I will say this. 99.99% of my being would never see her in concert because I am not her demographic and Oh my god, imagine the fans. May come off weird. Well, I told on a recent show with Madeline Ray, I went to a concert that I was one of the older people there and I was approached by a woman that was a little bit younger than I am, but not much asking if I was the parent of somebody there. No, I swear. Yes. And I'm like, no, I'm here to see the artist. Who was it? Scene queen. I've never heard of that. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. So did you write down vampire by Olivia Rodrigo? I did. Okay. So you're going to write down scene queen. Okay. The song is entitled MILF. And MILF? MILF, and that stands for Man I Love Fucking. <laughs> and then once you hear that, you are going to want to listen to the rest of her catalog. I mean, I also like fucking. You see? Peace so I'll definitely have to give it a listen. Right. But, That's hilarious. <laughs> but back to concert. So. I would never go to the concert because I know my place. Yeah. You know? And I don't know what I would do beyond like records and CDs because I remember right when Taylor Swift really broke big. Mm-hmm. She might have been in her second era. <laughs> I just, I don't even know what that means. Um, there was a gentleman who. He was contracted through a place that I was working at the time, and he was a Swifty. Okay. He was in his late 50s. Okay. Good for him. Good. I'm fine with that. Every time I would see him at work, 
he had Taylor Swift shirts. Okay. And I'm like. Like with her face on them? Yes. Like That's a little shirts. cringy, but okay. It was cringy. And he had one that said like Swift security on the back. And he would listen to like, this is back when, you know, CDs were still a thing. He would have like a portable CD player with speakers on it or like a, a small boom box playing the cd while he worked oh my god i'm like all right that's a bit much i don't want to be that so i do have to temper my enjoyment of olivia rodrigo to <laughs> not be that you have to try really hard not to get sucked into just being a complete and total rodrigo right <laughs> rodrigo <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. You know what's funny? Oh, you mentioned oh, back when CDs were a thing, and uh, it makes me feel old when you say that because, like, I lived through CDs and tapes. But I was thinking today about how far the industry has come when it comes to like everything technological. Oh, for sure. And I was thinking about like. Man, like girls these days, when they sign up for like OnlyFans and like whatever, they have it so easy. Yeah. Because they can just do their identity verification right there through the app. And it takes like three seconds and then they get approved in like less than 24 hours. Oh, yeah. I used to have to print out the performer agreement and sign it and then scan it back in and upload it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's. Truly crazy. You know what? It's funny you say all this because I am doing renovations on my house. Okay. And, you know, I go to work, come home, do some renovations, do what I got to do for the show and go to bed. Right. Not a big deal. But what that usually means is my computer is not up. It's not powered on. So if I decide that I want to watch some spicy content from a subscription site, <laughs> I have to do it on my phone. Right. Can I tell you how awful watching porn on your phone is? Oh, my God. It's so bad. I don't understand how it's a thing. I know a lot of people watch it on a laptop or a desktop Times have changed, though. We're not using the family computer to jerk off anymore. We all have one in our pockets. And it shows. Isn't that brutal? It's brutal. There is a large demographic of porn enjoyers that only watches it on their phone. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how you do it. Because, all right, so I'm going to... It's got to be infuriating. It really does. And, like, cam sites are the same, too. Like, I have a lot of viewers that watch from their phones, but, like, oh, my God, the site is so poorly set up for that. That's a big part of it. You know, sometimes you do have an issue where even if you go to, like, full screen mode, it doesn't work really well or, you know, cuts parts off, things like that. But may I spill some creamy tea? Ew, uh, as long as you never say that again. Creamy tea. So, <laughs> so here is what, like, and I'm not going to lie. This was the first time I ever watched adult content on my phone for the sole purpose of pleasure. Okay. I am preparing myself in my bedroom for said enjoyment. 
I have a beach towel for cleanup, not to brag, <laughs> not to We're brag. We're going right into this. Yes, we are. And, uh, you know, I got my creams, lotions, and salves, depending Several on- Several different kinds. What, right. What, whatever I may need. It looks An like, array. It looks like a bar back of just oh all kind of bottles. Anyway, and I, I get into bed- I'm like, all right, we're going to make this happen. So it took me a little while. And that's another part of it, because if you're seeing it on the computer screen, you may have within that screen, say, nine to 18 squares to choose from that you scroll down through, you know. Right. But on a phone, it's one at a time because the pictures are so big. So that's a pain in the ass. So it took me a little while to actually find something to enjoy. Okay. Step one. Step one. Found some enjoyment. Well, no. Step one, get the cleanup and enjoyment material within arm's reach. (sighs) Step two, find a video on my phone that I like. Okay. Step three, play video. And I kind of wanted to just get to business. Okay. So I'm trying to, as I am warming up lotion in one hand... Doing that little like one-handed clap thing. Just Correct. Like... Yeah, just just like, like you're asking for money. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that in one hand, and I'm trying to thumb scroll the bar to skip forward a little bit with the other hand, and that's very difficult. Touched the wrong thing. It prompted me to another video. Didn't want that. Had to go back. Oh no! And, and I finally get to a point. Where I'm like, okay, I can enjoy this. So now. I'm trying to hold the phone in a manner where my arm can rest as I hold the phone, but the phone is close enough that I can actually see what's going on in the video. Oh, no. And I'm working myself into a lather as this is going on. Stop it. That hurts. And that hurts. A lather? That hurts a lot. That you. That hurts. Why? I can't. I thought maybe it was just the act of me working myself into a lather, not the fact that the word lather lather? itself. Okay, and its connotations in this context. I I, uh, between the lotion and myself, how about this? I am double moist. Oh my fucking god! No, that didn't work either. I'm sorry. So as I'm beating off, as I'm working myself over, (laughs) and I have the and I'm getting close, I can't really focus on what I'm watching. Because, you know, you get those pre-jizz jitters. Uh-huh. And as yeah. I as I am finishing, I drop the phone. Oh, fuck. Right. So I ruined my own orgasm. No. Right. I, I don't like it. It hurts my eyes. It takes uh-huh. forever to find something. The screen is way too cumbersome to use one-handed while you're trying to do something else with the other hand. I'm not going to hook up a phone holding device to my bed frame to hold it in front of my face while I'm as because that's even stranger. Then it looks like some kind of Tron device. Like I'm trying to get into a video game. Maybe you should get a VR machine. I have issues with first person things in that manner. Like I have issues with first person video games. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lop. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh. So I tried it once. It wasn't too bad, but the technology had just really taken off in popularity. Right. So I don't know if now, because everything's 5K and, you know, 8 billion pixels, I don't know how my brain would be able to do that. Right. Oh, at least it makes you nauseous. Oh, what if I, if I'm playing a first person shooter, I'm sick within five minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Seasick. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. Huh? So, well, no VR porn for Mr. Dick Dangle, I guess. I guess I just need it all real and in my face. Um, so this is an invitation ladies. Put your butts in your face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Dang. Well, maybe you should go out for Black Friday and get a new TV that you can cast from your phone to your TV. Well, that was the thing. Like with the TV that I have, I have <laughs> once again to be old and beige. I have a DVD player hooked up to it, and I have a VHS hooked up to it, VCR. <laughs> so. It's not that I couldn't watch something on a bigger screen. I was just like, I just want to knock this out and go to bed. Right. And if I, you know what? For the first time ever, just let me use my phone. And it failed miserably. So you need a jerk off laptop is what you're saying. That or I just need to get, because even though I love my collection of adult material, uh-huh. I need new material. Yeah. So I think I just, fresh. yeah, I need to get some more DVDs and whatnot to be able to enjoy on the big screen. Huh. Well, might I direct you to my many vids page? Is that on DVD? No. <laughs> I should make DVDs for you guys. I don't. Okay. So that is something we are definitely going to talk about in the next episode. Well, I wait with bated breath <laughs> for the next episode. Then, <laughs> who do you have for our interview today? <laughs> I I don't know what this show is, but it is magic. I would love it if you didn't lose their intro. You know what? Just for that. <laughs> Wait till you hear the next show. That's all oh I'm saying. <laughs> that is all I'm saying. Excellent. <laughs> so my guest for this episode is the beautiful Tiffany Madison. Thank you very much to Eric Icon of the Rub PR for having her on my show. An 
absolute delight. I am so lucky with the people that I have gotten to interview where they are all just fun and show a lot of personality. And and a lot of people would probably think, well, yeah, they're being interviewed. They want to show themselves in the best light. But there are times where people might be nervous or they may not be good interviewers. So they may not bring the heat like some people do. But she knocks it out of the park. She was a lot of fun. She has a great backstory. She is a beautiful model as well as an adult content creator. And I know that the fans are just going to love it. I'm looking forward to it. Her name is very fancy sounding. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's very like posh. Yes. She was a Playboy model. Okay. That makes sense then. Yes, absolutely. Fitting then. I love it. I can't wait to hear. She was a hustler. Like she's done it all. So thank you to her for being on the show, and dear Dahlia, thank yeah. you so much for being on this episode. Even though you forgot my intro. Can you please tell everybody where to find you online? Because as you know, they need to have it. I would, but I lost the paper where I wrote it down. <laughs> Good. Okay. So for me, <laughs> daliad.com, friends, D A H L I A D E.com. <laughs> if I don't cut that out. So my information, dickdangle.com, is my links page. Danglinafterdark.com is the direct download website that I have. And if you want to email me something, dick at danglinafterdark.com is the email. So thank you, Dolly D, for being on the show. I figured as much. And thank you for listening to the show out there in Pervert Nation. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Tiffany Madison, like the hoe that you're listening to on the other side of this, and everybody that you have heard on the show over the years. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Use a big screen to watch that porn whisper gently. And of course, take a lot. See, now that's hot. <laughs> mm. Don't worry, Dick will be coming back. This is Danny Daniels, and you are probably stroking your dick to the dick dangle. Thanks for listening. Mm, He's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the pervert nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. My guest has spent time turning heads in front of the camera for magazines, but now she's turning heads in front of the camera as a beautiful performer. She has graced the pages of Playboy and Hustler magazines, as well as being on set for MILF.com, Hussy Pass, 
Reality Kings, Team Skeet, Naughty America, and more, showing that she has everything it takes to be a star. Add to that her own content, and her list of A-list talents is impossible to ignore. Please welcome to the show the beautiful Tiffany Madison. How are you doing this evening? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Before we get started, can you please tell everybody where they could find you, not only online, but on social media? Okay, so my Twitter is at Tiffany Madison underscore. My Instagram is at Playmate Tiffany, and my OnlyFans is at Tiffany Madison. Very nice. So it is a pleasure to speak with you this evening. And for those who are learning about you for the first time here, you have a history in sexual expression from stripper to content creator to studio performer. What was so enticing about the erotic arts and was your evolution through them always your plan? Mm, That's a hard question. (laughs) (laughs) So I became really interested in it, like ever since I was watching like the girls next door back when they had the reality show. And like, I always loved Playboy models and I was like, they are so beautiful. I want to look just like them. Like I want to be just like them. So when I first saw Playboy, I got inspired from that. And then, you know, I started modeling, I started dancing and, you know, I went from there. What seemed like a bigger step to you going from dancer to content creator or from content creator to studio performer? Um, I would say dancer to content creator because it's just like two completely different things. I mean, they have some similar aspects, but with content creation, it's just, it's a bit different. Like you have to kind of get the hang of it and getting like the lighting And the angles and everything correct is, you know, it takes some time to practice. Mm -hmm. Are you a perfectionist? So when you would watch maybe something you were trying to film when you first started content creation, you're like, no, we got to redo that. Or were you like, well, this is kind of part of the process, so I'll just release it and get better. Um, Well, I just released it and got better. Mm -hmm. Um, I am more of a perfectionist, but when I first started doing content creation, I didn't really know what I was doing yet. So it just took time for me to get better, you know, over the years. What were some of the first things you were filming? I would imagine it was a lot of solo and and maybe some kind of fetish, simple fetish work for yourself. Am I correct in that? Yes. Yeah, I started with solo. And then I did some fetish and then I started doing like a bit of girl on girl, but we weren't like actually, you know, we weren't having sex. It was just more of like sexy stuff like, um, you know, putting oil on each other's boobs, like giving each other lap dances, things like that. And then I started eventually filming um, boy girl content for OnlyFans. When you made that leap to actual boy girl content, I'm sure you were nervous, but, you know, was it a difficult step to make? Because I'm sure it's difficult to find talent you want to work with and people that you kind of vibe with. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was a big leap. One of my first um, OnlyFans collabs was I found this guy online. I saw him on Instagram, and um, I'm a big fan of Trisha Paytas. I saw that he shot with her, so... 
I was like, I'm going to DM him and see if he'll shoot with me. And I was just like brand new. So I had a pretty good Instagram following at the time, but I didn't have a big following on like Twitter or on OnlyFans. But he was willing to shoot with me. And, you know, he made things like really easy for me. It was really easy to work with. So you're saying you slid into his DMs. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did. You had a scene come out on your OnlyFans with Aliyah Brin, or Leah Brin, excuse me, and Natty Snow, where you play the Powerpuff Girls. I love the look of it. So Thank which, you. You're very welcome. So which Powerpuff Girl do you play? I play Bubbles okay. because I'm it's, I'm the blonde. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, I used to. I always watched it growing up, and Aaliyah actually came up with the idea. She told us, like, hey, I think this would be a really cute idea. We should be the Powerpuff Girls, and I was all for it because I, I love cosplay, and I like just, like, you know, dressing up, trying different fun ideas. I really like doing cosplay videos. And that actually leads to the next question that I have. Uh, you also have a scene on your OnlyFans where you're doing a cosplay of Princess Peach. Um, yes. So what is it about cosplay that is a big part of your creative personality? I've just always loved it. Um, I like watching anime. I like getting different ideas. I would see other content creators, you know, doing cosplay as well. And I always thought it was like really cute. It's been something I've been into for a while. I used to actually go to like uh, Comic-Cons. I went to a few of them. And um, I actually started cosplaying there first before I started doing it on OnlyFans. Okay. I am surprised at how many people in the adult community love anime. Have you connected with other performers (laughs) through your love of anime? And what anime are you into? Uh, Well, the last anime I watched was Death Note. It was really good. Um... Yeah, I met when I first met um, Natty, you know, she was very into anime and cosplay. And we met online. We met through a mutual friend, too. And um, she asked if I wanted to do a Sailor Moon shoot. So we dressed up as Sailor Moon. We both cosplay Sailor Moon. And it was really cute. Mm. We did a video with that. Nice. So when it comes to cosplay content, the world is truly limitless. Do you have a bank of ideas that you're hoping to dive into with it? Yeah, I definitely have some more ideas that I haven't done yet. Okay. Do you feel like teasing it or are you going to make people wait so they don't steal your ideas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make people wait. All right. Now, finding talent, as I mentioned, to work with as you begin your adult career can be a challenge. What do you look for in people that you want to work with? And how do you find people that you want to shoot cosplay scenes with? Because I'm sure the energy of those two can be very different. Yes. So I normally find both from Twitter. I started looking at like seeing who other girls were shooting with and other people like other porn stars were shooting with. And then if I saw a content creator who shot with like a lot of different well-known porn stars or OnlyFans performers Mm -hmm. and they had a good reputation, then, you know, I would just DM them or they would DM me. And that's how that kind of got started. About a month ago, I was going through your uh, social media, and the lovely Brittany Amber responded to a recent scene release that the two of you did by saying, and, and this is going to be a little little spicy for the listeners, 
<laughs> in men in talking about you, she wrote, she gets me so wet. What's it like to be appreciated so much by other performers? That's got to feel awesome. Yes, I love it. It feels so amazing. I was so happy to work with her. She was great to shoot with. And she's just so well known. Like she's a legend. Everyone knows who she is. And she has a huge fan base. Like almost everyone who I know knows who she is, like from doing porn. Yeah. Oh, so it was awesome to work with her. Yeah, she's amazing. I've met her myself. And Aaliyah Brin, I absolutely adore. Yes, me too. Yeah. So you had a MILF.com scene come out over the summer in MILF Taxi where you give a lap dance in the backseat of a car. Sex in the backseat can be difficult, let alone a lap dance. When you were told what the scene was, did you think to yourself, how can I make this work? Because it is such a difficult position to be in. Yeah, I did think about that because that that is harder. Um, that one was kind of challenging, but we also shot like some outside of the um of the car so that was easier because there's more space but we definitely found like some good positions to do in the back seat mm -hmm. is that something that you were expecting when it came to shooting for studios where they put you on uncomfortable furniture or, or, or <laughs> uncomfortable positions and places because when i hear people and some of the scenes that they've shot i just think to myself i don't know if my knees or back could do <laughs> yeah it's I see I wasn't expecting it but I've done so many shoots like that now like I I did the one in the back seat I did for Milf Taxi I did um per principle where I'm on the um where I'm on like the I'm at the principal's office and then I jump up there and it's like really uncomfortable on your back mm -hmm. also I did a scene in a moving truck like not an actual like a I'm getting ready to move oh, moving okay. truck yeah <laughs> For reality kings. Wow. Yeah. yeah. If, if the truck was actually moving, that would be, would have been legendary. But yeah, just to actually do it in a moving truck, yeah, that's uh, that's not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> it was really hot. Yeah. It was really oh, hot outside. Right. Oh. So it was like open. Yeah. And then I was doing like I was holding myself up by these like straps in the moving truck. Um, so the scene turned out great. But it was very difficult because the, the guy was it was James Angel and he was trying to like help hold me up. Okay. And like I was, you know, but it was, yeah, it was a very, that was a very difficult scene to film. Oh, wow. When you have yeah. those types of scenes, do you think to yourself, I got to raise my gym game because this is, this is taking <laughs> a lot of effort? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, those, some of those scenes are like almost, it's like you're doing gymnastics or acrobats. Right. Acrobatic things, yes. <laughs> now, you also performed your first anal scene for Triple X job interviews. There are a lot of ideas on how and when to do your first, quote unquote, in the industry. What made this the right time to do your first anal scene? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I've been wanting to do it for a little while. And I had a good friend of mine, um, Alicia Vera. She contacted me and she told me that um, that he was wanting to book me for an anal scene. And she told him, well, she doesn't normally do that. But I was like, this is a good opportunity. And she said he was a great guy and everything. So I felt really comfortable going in. Mm -hmm. And that has to be very calming to you because even though you're ready for it, I'm sure you're still very nervous to actually put that on (laughs) film for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I was very nervous because it's different. Um, if you're having, if you're doing anal with someone you're dating or just, you know, like you're having sex and it's not on camera, if it's off camera, it's different than doing it on camera because on camera you're doing like every position in the book, you know, it's different Mm -hmm. than in real life. Real life is more like you'll do like one or two positions and then for a scene you're doing, um, many more positions yeah now as i mentioned earlier you were also a stripper i'm sure you learned a lot about how to be a businesswoman in the industry through being a dancer how much did it prepare you for actually making content or working in front of the camera well i feel like it made me a lot more comfortable to be nude so i haven't had any you know hang-ups with that so since like the first club I started dancing at was a fully nude club. So I was already comfortable being nude. It's just different being comfortable, um, like nude in front of the camera, but I I had done modeling and stuff as well. So I was already, you know, fine with that too. When you were a dancer, what was your style of performance? Was it a lot of pole work? Was it a lot of crowd work? Was it like high energy or was it sensual? It was more sensual, and when I first started, I did more pole, but I was in Vegas, so it's not as much about the pole performance. It's more about, like, getting the crowd excited. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you have a music set list that you liked to work to, or was it more about just, you know, whatever the DJ was playing at the time? Um, It was more about whatever the DJ was playing at the time. I I worked at one club where they let you pick the songs um, or the type of music. And then I worked at other clubs where the DJ picks the um, songs. Okay. When you had the chance to pick songs, what were you picking? Um, I picked a lot of like hip hop. Okay. I like to dance to hip hop and then EDM as well. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you. When it came to working with a customer, did you notice a universal signal, a tell, if you will, that you saw and you knew that you had the man's full attention in the club? Yeah, I could always tell just like by the way the person was looking at me and then like when I talked to them, okay. I could tell right away if they're interested or not. Can you give the listeners a tell so they can see it? Because I go to the clubs quite often and i'm always looking for that moment where you see the switch flip and the, and i just think to myself <laughs> she's got him but i can't i'm not tuned into it yet yeah um what i would say is like when i'm talking to someone if they seem like very interested if someone's not right away they're just gonna be like no i don't want to dance no come back later or something like that but mm. if you're talking to them you see that they're extremely interested then 
you know, they're probably going to want to go into the VIP and get some dances. In being a dancer, would being a feature dancer in clubs around the U.S. be something that you'd be interested in? Yeah, I would love to do that. Very cool. All right. I I will keep that on the list. I love going to see feature dancers. Yeah, yeah. The feature dancing shows are really good. I've seen a couple of them in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure performers come through there all the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I worked at a club that had a lot of feature dancers. In trying to get to know a little bit more about you, I read an interview that you just did for Adult Empire. May I ask you a few questions about some of your answers? Yes. All right. So one you were asked was, what is your favorite horror movie, if any? And you said the Child's Play series. Yes. So what made this so enjoyable for you? Like, are you a general horror movie fan? Yeah, I am. I I love horror movies. Um, I just actually went for uh, Halloween. I went to Universal Studios Horror Nights, and I went through the Chucky maze. It was so much fun. Um, At first, like growing up, I was kind of scared of them, but then I got really into horror. Um, I also love like American Horror Story. I just love it. I'd actually like to do some OnlyFans content that's like horror themed, like kind of like a movie, but I haven't done any yet. Very cool. I would love to see that. Now, did you you. watch the Chucky TV series? Yeah, I just started watching it. I haven't finished it yet, but it's so good. Yeah, it's. I am enjoying (laughs) that a lot more than I thought I would. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure how it would be. I was like, oh, a TV series? I don't know. But I actually really like it. Yeah. Now, you also were asked, what is your biggest turn on? And you gave two answers. You said, good hygiene. And being choked, slapped, spanked. Now, <laughs> yes. let's, let's dive into the first part. I see so many women, and especially performers, talk about good hygiene. Is bad hygiene that prevalent in men? Like, what are we doing wrong? Yeah, it is, unfortunately. Oh, no. There are a lot of men that don't have good hygiene. Yeah, the worst thing is, like, if someone just doesn't smell good. Mm. It's like an instant turn off. That I notice a lot when it comes to fans at conventions for some reason, but I would hope that this doesn't happen on set. No, it doesn't happen on set. I actually haven't had any bad experiences with that on set or with OnlyFans creators either. Okay, well, that makes me feel a little bit better. Yes. (laughs) Now, with the second part... Is getting choked or slapped or spanked something that you discovered while doing adult work? Or is that something that you were always into? No, I, it was something I was always into. You know, when I was around like 18, 19 years old, that's when I first found out that I was really into that and into the being dominated. I tried it with like a guy I was dating. And then ever since then, I loved it. Yeah. Are you a switch or are you more of a submissive person by nature? I would say I'm a switch. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that we can see you one day in a scene where you are just being being vicious and because <laughs> yes. you sound so sweet. It's like I I don't Thank know you. <laughs> I don't know if I can <laughs> can picture that in my head until I see it. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of um videos of me like where I'm the stepmom I have the stepmom role and I'm being like super bitchy and yelling at them like 
So I have a lot like that. And I'm actually, I have a Dom scene coming out soon. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever surprise yourself with that energy? Because I tend to be like, you know, there's always that phrase, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Do you ever have that scene where they're like, okay, cut, that was great. And you go, wow, where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) I hope to explore that in myself one day. (laughs) Now, the industry gives you a safe place to explore parts of your sexuality. Are there scene ideas or topics that you hope to explore? Um, Well, I definitely want to do more. I've I've shot a video that was a boy-girl-boy video for a company for New Biles. But I'd like to shoot more of that content for OnlyFans and also... I want to try a lot of new things. Like I want to try the um, double vag penetration. I want to try a DP. I haven't tried either one of those yet. So that'd be completely new to me. Wow. You are in it to win it, as they say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are still fairly new to the industry as an on-screen talent. What would yeah. you like to accomplish? Like, Do you have career goals or benchmarks that you hope to reach? Um, I just want to shoot a lot more scenes. I would like to continue getting booked, you know, a lot more and shooting more scenes. And I also want to eventually like win an award. That would be amazing. Absolutely. You are well on your way. May I say that? Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of goals, you are on the cover of Playboy Finland for October of 2023. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. What do you feel when you see yourself not only on magazines, but in and on iconic brands like Playboy and Hustler? I love it. I love my um, pictures for Playboy. I love my pictures for Hustler. The photographers were amazing. It turned out really good. Yeah. The front picture for that one from Finland is phenomenal. Thank you. We have just met, and you do not know the way I conduct interviews. One thing that I enjoy doing with my guests is combing through their social media and asking them questions about certain posts that they have made. Are you willing to answer a couple of questions about some recent posts? Yes. All right. So one very recent post. All you wrote was Kim K and Paris Hilton, and it was a picture of you with uh, Ariana Starr, and it's interesting after you read that, because then you see it. Do you ever get recognized as yourself, and have you ever been told you look like somebody else? Yes, and yes. Um, A lot of people would tell me I look like um, Paris Hilton. I would get that a lot, Mm -hmm. so... Like, ever since I was, like, 18, 19 years old, people would be like, you look so much like Paris Hilton. And then a fan of mine saw a picture of me and Ariana, and he said, you guys would do an amazing, like, shoot as her as Kim Kardashian and you as Paris Hilton, like, to do an OnlyFans video. And I was like, that's a great idea. So that's what made me, you know, come up with a caption. Mm -hmm. When you've been recognized as yourself, is it in a place where it, you know, it's kind of cool and they were nice about it, like an airport or something like that? Or was it in like a weird place? One time um, I got recognized in Disney. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of a weird place to be recognized at. 
Yeah, I can agree with that. (laughs) I would think it would take a lot of guts to walk up and ask somebody, hey, are you this person in Disney? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I agree. Now, were you kind? Did you take a picture with this person? Or were you like, hey, yeah, it's nice to meet you. You know, I'm kind of doing my own thing. Like, how did you handle that situation? I was nice to him, um, but he didn't ask for a picture. Okay. He was like a little bit shy. Yeah. Now, the next post that you had that I want to talk about is actually a repost from Interior Porn. And it said, my type of Netflix and chill. And for the listeners, the picture is like a nice hot tub with some drinks and a big projection string showing uh, Netflix in a secluded backyard. Are you someone that is more about living for moments and experiences or are you a collector of things as well? I like to live for moments and experiences. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say that. I like traveling. I just like experiencing, you know, fun, like having good experiences and doing a lot of things. I like going to concerts, you know, so I definitely say I'm more of an experienced person. Okay. What is the recent concert you've been to? I went to Doja Cat. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was on the 2nd of November. Oh, very cool. I bet you that was a show. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Now, the last post I would like to ask you about. You wrote Barbie in the DR. And by DR, you meant Dominican Republic. Being a model as you are, this gives you the opportunity to travel. What are some of the favorite places that you've traveled to and where would you like to go? One of my favorite places that I've traveled to is definitely Tulum. I've been there many times. I love Tulum. I also love Hawaii as well. I want to go to Tokyo. I've been really wanting to go to Tokyo, Bali. I want to go to Thailand as well. Oh, very nice. So have you ever traveled to a place where your stunning looks and your blonde hair got you a lot of attention? Because there are places in the world where you don't see a lot of light hair. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Me and my friend, we had that happen in um, Mexico. We were like in Cancun, but we were kind of in the residential area. We weren't in the touristy area and everyone just kept like staring at us because we're two blondes and the way we're dressed. (laughs) it's gotta feel good but kind of weird at the same time yeah yeah definitely (laughs) so what does the future hold for you are you going to be doing of course you're going to be doing more shoots and things like that but (laughs) do you plan on doing any of the conventions as that season starts to ramp up Uh, are you going to be taking any vacations what does life have in store for you Yeah, I'm definitely going to um, Expos, which is X3 in L.A., and I'm also going to be attending AVN in Las Vegas. And as far as vacation, me and my friend are going to plan a uh, Tulum trip soon. Oh, very, very nice. Well, I wish you nothing but the best of luck. What you are creating is beautiful. I think you have everything it takes to truly be an elite talent in the industry. And I'm very excited to see what the future holds for you. So thank you very much for being on the show. 
Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So one more time before I let you go, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online and social media so they can enjoy everything we just talked about? Yes. My Twitter is at Tiffany Madison underscore T-I-F-F-A-N-I. It's Tiffany with an I. And my Instagram is at Playmate Tiffany. My OnlyFans is at Tiffany Madison. Very nice. So once again, thank you so much for being on the show. And hopefully I get to see you sometime in the future. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. 